Wave after wave. Welcome back. I'm your host, C's. And this is episode three. Episode three is titled The First Trimester. I went ahead and named it The First Trimester because I wanted to speak about what happened during the first trimester with me and my partner. We had a miscarriage. And for those listening who are unfamiliar with what a miscarriage may be, a miscarriage, as Google describes it, is an unsuccessful outcome of something planned. Now, the first trimester is the most crucial to your baby's development. And while you may not be showing much on the outside, on the inside, your baby's major body organs and systems are forming. A woman having a miscarriage is not the only time you can have a miscarriage. As Google defined it, a miscarriage can be an unsuccessful outcome of something planned. So that could be as light as you thought you were going somewhere tomorrow and then someone canceled and now you have a rain check. Or it could be as heavy as you went to work thinking you're going to continue working somewhere and they told you that they're no longer in business and they're going to have to let you go. Life is actually filled with miscarriages. And when I went through my miscarriage, I was in a place of preparation. I was preparing for fatherhood. Um, I currently have no kids, so I was embracing the idea of having my first born child and I had already started to shift my mental capacity around how I was handling things um, and the preparation that went into the expectation of having a child was almost like instant like reflex um, I did I never knew that I would be ready when I found out that I was going to be a father. But after finding finding out, I felt as if not only was I was I wasn't ready, but I was ready in the sense of I was preparing to get ready. You know what I mean? Um, there's a quote that says, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. And that can be very difficult in life because life is filled with unknowns. It's almost like, well, how do you prepare for the unknown? Um, And for a long time, I wrestled with this concept of thinking I knew what was going to come next, right? Because I am what we call a visionary, like a lot of people right we 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 kind of peer into the future and we tell ourselves like we kind of foreshadow what's going to happen next and sometimes when our foreshadows are incorrect we can have an emotional downfall if you will of like just feeling gloomy like like disappointed if you will and it's and it's interesting because 
what I've come to realize is, is that we never actually knew what was going to come next. These are just sweet nothings we tell ourselves um, as we grow familiar with a routine. And then as soon as the routine is met with change, we act surprised or we act as if the routine that we formulated wasn't something that didn't have a time when it didn't exist either. So it's just interesting because I'll find myself just frustrated sometimes when things are like off schedule a little bit. You know, you you have a family gathering, like a cookout, and everyone's supposed to be there at a specific time, and then people don't show up until an hour or two later than the time originally agreed upon, and it's like, man, you know, that can be frustrating because you thought that everyone was on the same page and was going to come when the time was given that they were supposed to arrive. But life is like that. Life is filled with situations we prepare for, and yet they don't actually pan out in that exact manner that we maybe have drawn up in our head. And so how do we prepare for being met with that reoccurring equation. I have come to the conclusion that we should prepare for the unknown by staying open with the idea of what's to come. Because I realize in my desperate attempt to create this knowing of the future, I would put myself in a place where I was setting myself to be setting myself up to be disappointed, you know, because I was just like, yeah, you know, everything's going to pan out the way it is in my head. And then as soon as things started like shifting, like maybe the time got pushed back, this wasn't ready. That wasn't ready. It was like my emotional state would go lower and lower and lower and lower and lower until I had this gloomy, pessimistic outlook on what was going on. It was like sometimes I couldn't even enjoy what what was made of the situation and it was taking me completely out of the loop of enjoying the present moment because I was so busy foreshadowing the future and telling myself that when the future came it was going to look like how I had already accepted it to be in my head by allowing myself the liberty of just being okay with what's to come I have been able to go through life's miscarriages with an understanding that if it was supposed to happen, then it would have happened. And in, and in the exact moment, that can sometimes be difficult, right? They say uh, hindsight is twenty twenty. Oftentimes when we get past something, that's when we can see what they call the silver lining, And it's like, well, how do you keep that mentality going into things? And I think just by having an understanding that inside of every situation, inside of every circumstances, there's always going to be a negative and a positive spectrum or perspective you can gain. And and it may not appear that there's any positive 
involved inside of the situation, but there always is. And that when you go through what you go through, you grow through it. Um, there's a expression that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I believe that life's and its experiences and its lessons are all here to expand you and, and teach us something about this experience that we call life. And just holding on to the fact that inside these miscarriages, there is still something that is born. And there's just a new way of seeing how life is, right? And that may seem like, especially if we're talking about something that was really, 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 like you really were looking forward to it, that might not seem substantial. Like what? You know, in the, the grand scheme of things, all I got was a different way of seeing it. I don't see how that is equal to what I was looking forward to. However, I invite us to see things as all just thoughts. Because see, when we when we take everything and we just reduce it or we go back to the root of what it really is, it's just a thought. Even something that's physically materialized in front of us was once just a thought. Every invention was once a thought. It existed in someone's mind. So when things don't go our way and we think, well, now what? Well, now there's going to be something more than we expected because we only expected what we did not receive. And in the moment, it seems like that isn't a fair trade. Well, I really was looking forward to becoming a father. Well, I really wanted this job. Well, I really wanted to go on that vacation. But inside of all of these situations that we were looking forward to, there were things that we may have not have been looking forward to as well. And we're not prepared to deal with. And sometimes that's when God will allow for those things to go a different direction for us. And we don't have to encounter the situation. And because we don't have that third person omniscient view to see the beginning and the end, all we sometimes can see at it see as we as it stands is how it wasn't fortunate that we didn't get the way we received and so surrendering to the understanding that there is a plan that exists that predates what i thought was supposed to happen surrendering to the idea that there is a continuation of that plan that exists that predates and supersedes my understanding of what I thought was supposed to happen is how I continue to have a positive outlook during the times when things don't go as planned because what is my plan to God's plan 
You know, it's like if my plan or blueprint was to only build three three floors, because that's all I thought I could amass was three floors. I just want to have a house with three floors. And then I tried to build the house, and because I wasn't prepared, the foundation was weak. And so the house comes tumbling down, and I tell myself, man, you know, I really wanted three floors, and I thought that this was supposed to be what I was going to get as I put forth this effort to get it. I'm blindly believing that everything is on my shoulders, and that's not how it ever was. It was always these things that were happening that were outside of my control the entire time, right? I didn't grow the tree where the lumber came from to cut the two by four. I didn't invent the power tool. The the land was already there for me to start building my home. There was all of these factors that contributed into this experience that I had no influence of. And then here I go saying, man, because it was it was supposed to happen and I should have had. And it's just like, well, that's that's easy to say. But what about the overall influence of the things that I had no control over? And. Fast forward. God decides to bless me with. A eight story house. And I think back and I say something like, wow. And here I, here I was. I just wanted the three story. I just wanted the three story so bad. I just if I could just get my hands on a three story, then that would be sufficient. That's what a miscarriage in life is like. It's like. We lose something. But when we lose something. We are getting it replaced with something more. And and during the time we hold on so tightly to these things, sometimes we, we identify with them. No, no, please don't take this away from me. And we don't see that that we're having our hands emptied to have our hands filled with something more. And so there's this uh, expression. It's the glass half full versus half empty. I asked a question about it at the end of my last podcast on episode two, seeing double. The thing about the glass half full versus half empty is if your glass is full, how do you add more? Because it would overfill, right? So you need a glass that's half full. And if you have the concept of your glass is half empty, then you're already surrendering to the concept that it's going down and there will never be anything to replenish that. So when we are introduced to these miscarriages in life, we have to have faith that our plans are not being diminished, but they're being multiplied. Okay, God didn't allow me to have a child 
now the next time I go to have a child I might have two right I might have twins okay God didn't allow you to get the job at that company now the next time you apply they might offer you double what the last company you were trying to work at was trying to offer you okay you couldn't go out and do that thing you wanted to do the next day next week is perfect weather you go to the place everything's free it just so happens to be a, an event where they're just giving things away and we know this to be true because we've had these situations where we were given something more the next go round but yet it's like life sometimes can get so clouded that we forget we forget the awesome power of God and having faith we forget that God doesn't just take away but he adds to and just like in order for a house to be built or a building to be built where a house was there has to be some type of demolition sometimes God sometimes life it has to take things away from us in order to restore and put something new there. And during those times where we were having things taken away, it's not a time to question our faith in God. It's not a time to question life and say, why me? That is a time for us to prepare ourselves for the unknown that we are having faith in that is coming that will be more and if we if we can continuously operate from that thinking from that consciousness more will be attracted to us because we're welcoming we're welcoming the freeing that is the subtract subtraction we're welcoming the planned for the rain we're not saying oh man i wish it wasn't raining we're understanding that without the rain when the sun shined the plants wouldn't be able to be so pretty the flowers wouldn't have all their petals the trees wouldn't have all their leaves because the rain is a part of the cycle that creates the beauty that the sun shows and that's our life it's a cycle so these Things that bring, bring pain, these things that bring the rain that are the tears, are the hydration for the beautiful things that come into our life, that are coming into our lives. And having continuous faith in that and believing in that and standing in that can make you feel so warm even when you're crying inside. You can rest assured that you can let go and just know that the road isn't something that would come with ease, but there's no way that you got this far and went through all these things to just be forsaken now. That's not that's not how life works. That's not how God works. God wouldn't protect you up into a point and then just leave you on some porch that's not that's not ever what's going on you're always covered and staying in a 
understanding that you are covered can allow you to keep that positive energy going. Because when your energy stays positive, then you attract. And when you're negative, when you're thinking negative thoughts, that's when you subtract. It's like when you're watching a cartoon and the cartoon character says, man, it's just one thing after another, right? And then the rain starts and they look so like sad, like this too, right? But if you think about it, they they kind of summon that rain. They summon that experience by saying that it was just one thing after another. And so that's what it happened to be for them. But life was always just one thing after another. And it's, and we are the narrators who get to decide what these one things are. Is it one thing for this you can be grateful for? Or is it one thing that you're going to be negative and angry about? What are you going to do with the experiences when they come to you? Are you going to say, you know, this is an unfortunate thing that happened to me. And I am the only one being impacted. And that this is putting my life on hold. And I don't know how I'm going to go forward. Or you're going to realize and reflect that, you know what? Yeah, this happened to me. Yes, it doesn't feel good right now. But I had things happen to me before that didn't feel good in the moment. And you know what? I got past those things too. And the feeling of feeling good returned. And I didn't perish from those things that didn't feel good. They passed. Just like all these other emotions I have do as well. They, they don't stay. So when we have these miscarriages in life, we think about the things that could have been. And during the first trimester, you're not showing, but yet the baby's organs are developing and the systems are forming. It's like how many of us get a job listing, we see how much they paying, we put in our application, we already started counting up how much they finna pay us. We like, oh yeah, they go, shoot, they offering this much money an hour? Oh yeah. And if I work forty hours a week, what? I'm gonna have this much on my check. Then I can just get that new TV I wanna buy. It's like we already will be calculating. So we already have the thought in in our minds of what we're going to do before we even get it. And that is the development. And when the unsuccessful outcome of something planned occurs, that's what sometimes drives us so I want to say crazy, but we're not crazy. We just we're using our ability to see the vision. And that's why when we see when we have the vision snatched away from us, sometimes we can feel so negative because we really saw it. So we believed it because, they, you know, they say seeing is believing. And I'd really just think that inside seeing and believing there has to be a level of trusting that even an unsuccessful outcome is still 
okay. It's still all good because it's going to be all right. And the reason it's going to be all right is because it's going to come into the manifestation in the way it's supposed to. And that's the faith we have. That's the that's the love we have for life. That's the understanding that these things that we see are not greater than what God has planned for us. And so you might be going through the first trimester of your situation. You might be going through your first divorce. You might be going through your first loved one close to you being sick or dying. You might be going through something that you've never encountered before and you have all these thoughts about how something was supposed to happen. And because of that, you now are filled with this feeling of regret and anger and sadness and rage. And I just want you to know that you are loved and that your thoughts can lead you to the next successful venture. Your thoughts can help you to see the positive in the negative situation you're in. Your thoughts can reveal to you what is the silver lining? What good did come from these situations? What was the thing that this person dying meant to you? What did that help you learn about yourself? How did that help you decide that you're going to live your life? How are you going to now show up for these people that you still have living near you? How are you going to start treating people who are breathing life around you? What steps are you going to take the next time you are on a similar journey? Because life is a cycle, which means things repeat. And we don't have to go into it with a similar mindset, with a similar thought. We don't have to think, oh, this is just like last time. No, we can think, you know what? I know what happened last time. And I know what could possibly happen this time. I'm going to love every part of this journey. I'm going to love every step of the way because that's the part I can't control is my smiles. My smiles and my cries. And I can have this love vibration and understand that these things that I come across are not meant to take me, but to make me. So I encourage everyone listening and myself to just continue to allow for the unplanned things that we ponder and think in our head to be free like a bird. If they come to us, great. If they if they fly away and we never see them again, okay. Because we never actually knew. We didn't know. And that's the beautiful thing about Life. If we always knew what was going to happen, then it wouldn't be exciting. So the unknown is such a it's such a wonderful, exciting, shocking, thrilling thing because it's like 
when, you know, when it's good, it's good, and when and when it's bad, it's it's bad because we 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 want it to be what we thought we was already gonna be. But if it was always what we thought it want to be, then how we have any type of excitement? So we must allow ourselves to float. I encourage all of us to float, free love out, and trust. Trust that God is going to see you through. Trust that these waves that life sends you are going to keep coming wave after wave and that you are going to find your cadence and your pace to be able to connect with the wave and not run from the wave and not fear the wave and not tremble when the wave is on its way, but just ride that wave and be that wave. This is episode three, the first trimester. I am C's. Thank you for listening.